Howdy, bitches. <laughs> Welcome to Next Pod. I will be your hostess with the mostest, Kendall Levin at the Kendall Levin at the Next Pod. Welcome back if you are returning and if you're new here, get ready, hold on tight because uh, it's about to be a bumpy ride this week. <laughs> First of all, I wanted to start by apologizing because last week I may or may not have forgotten to upload an episode. It's just like time totally flew past me and um, in sales, the end of the month is like a big, big, big time for us. We're trying to close as many deals as possible. So I was really focused on work and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, just realized like literally just now that I didn't upload an episode last week and I am the worst. I apologize, but it's okay because we're about to make up for it this week. Okay. Um, I have an amazing guest this week, Ben Polizzi. Ben Polizzi. Um, he is one of my favorite comedians. I found him on TikTok from a video. He is hilarious. He's super good looking, like incredibly good looking. Um, and it, his personality is like a 10 out of 10. So um, I talked to him a few days ago and we had a super fun interview. I think you guys are gonna like it. First, let's start, I guess now two weeks back because it's been insane. Okay, hear me out. This weekend was ACL, right? So Austin City Limits, big music festival, I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. <laughs> um, it's like in downtown Austin, literally takes up like the entire downtown. Um, thousands and thousands and thousands of people come for it. Like George Strait was headlining and Doja Cat and Billie Eilish and Miley Cyrus and like anybody who's anybody was performing. It was fucking nuts. So I wasn't gonna go. This is actually kind of a funny story. So tickets went on sale like probably like six months ago. I don't even know, honestly. I was sitting in the hair salon getting my hair done and they were like, oh, ACL tickets are going on sale. I'd never been, even though I've lived here for two and a half years and even before that, lived in Texas my whole life. Everybody fucking goes except for me, whatever. So I'm sitting in the hair salon and I try to buy tickets and I'm like, ah, they're like 300 bucks. I'm in like the waiting queue online to like get the tickets and they were sold out. I was like, okay, that's fine. I don't need to go. Then my friend's like, oh, you could buy a ticket for me. I was like, okay, cool. She sold all her tickets before I could buy one, it's fine. So I was like, ah, I don't need to go to ACL. I don't need to go, it's fine. Then, <laughs> like early last week, I get a text from like the ACL number or whatever, and they were like, yeah, we have more tickets on sale. Uh, if you, you know, click on this link now, get some before they're sold out. So obviously I, I their marketing worked because I logged on immediately and bought two one day general admission tickets because they have like, you could buy three day for like the whole weekend or you could buy like one day for like 130 bucks or whatever. And I was like, I don't really care who's there Saturday, Sunday. I just want to see George straight. Like he was like my numero uno. As long as I saw George, I was good to go. It was worth every penny. So I bought two tickets thinking, okay, I'll find somebody to go with me so I don't have to go by myself because I wasn't included in anybody else's plans. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'm making my own plans. So I bought two tickets. Tried to get like my friends to go. Nobody wanted to go. I was like, okay. So then I tried to sell the ticket online and my mom's like, I'll go. And I was like, why didn't I think to invite my mom sooner, right? So I was like, fuck yeah. My mom is like more fun than majority of my friends, majority of anybody I've ever met in my life. So I was like, all right, mom, come on. Like come up to Austin. Like let's fucking go. We're gonna have a great time. So she drove up here really early Friday morning. And um, we just went for the Friday like concerts or whatever. and. 
They postponed it because it was supposed to storm. Long story short, we ended up um, having a really fucking good time. And it was super overwhelming at first. Like we walked in the gates and I think it took us like two hours just to get in because we had to go to like wheel call, get the wristbands. But once we get in, there are thousands and thousands of people and we were like, what the hell's going on? We don't know where we're going. Megan the Stallion's playing like to our left, to our right. We have like 20 other people playing. We were like, what is going on? So we walk in and we get fucking juice land because the lines for all the beer were really, really long. So we got juice. Went to the Megan the Stallion, stood in the very back. We couldn't see anything. So you're like, all right, whatever. Walked to like the Bumble booth, got some sunglasses, just walked around a little bit. And then um, we like made our way over to the other stages, like, like the big stages where George Strait was playing later. And John Party came on. We ended up going backstage like with T-Mobile and like we're able to like listen to a lot of John Party from back there, so that was pretty cool. But then when George Strait comes up, right? So we like walk over to the stage where George is playing. And my mom and I are both, my mom's like 5'1 on a good day and I'm 4'11, like we're tiny. So we're in this crowd and we're like way the fuck back. And I was like, oh, like it's fine. Like we'll be able to see him on the screen, right? So I'm like kind of sad. And my mom's like, ah, how about we just like walk up, try to get to the front, whatever. We end up about seven people back from the stage like uh, at George Strait, which is like incomprehensible. He is the king of country. We were both like fucking shitting ourselves. But very interesting things happened while we were in this crowd. While we were like working our way up to the front, we ran into some very interesting characters. One of which being a guy who was absolutely psychotic over me. Um, didn't realize it was him until my mom accidentally bumped into him. And he turns around and was like, oh, hey. And I grabbed my mom and we like legit beeline it like down to the other side of the stage. Um, then we ended up getting closer there, which it worked out well. But then once we're over there, we had these guys come up to us like and start talking to us. Like they were probably my age, like probably mid twenties. and. Oh, they were like talking to my mom more so than me even. And I was like, this is kind of weird. And I think they were rolling, whatever. I look down and this sick son of a bitch has his hands, hands, plural, in his pants fiddling around. And I was like, yeah, no. So I grabbed my mom and luckily, whoever you are, man, that saved us, thank you. This man turns around and goes, you ladies get in front of me and like pushes us up in front of him to like get us away from these kids. Anyway, it was a fucking shit show. George fucking killed it. He was amazing. He sounded absolutely perfect. He's like 70 something and so hot for his age. Like he aged so well. But yeah, so my mom is my BFF, FFFFF. My mom is like my best friend ever. We had so much fun. I'm so glad she came up. All right, but backpedaling even more, the day before Thursday, right? Um, I had matched with this guy on Bumble like early last week and he was like, let's go out. And I was like, okay, cool. And um, he wanted to go to Top Golf, and I am not a athlete whatsoever, especially a golfer. I'm not graceful enough, whatever. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's a good idea. He was older than me. I think he's like 30 or whatever, and he has a really good job, really good looking guy. Call me surface level, whatever you want, but like that's what we have to go off of on dating apps. So I was like, you know what? This guy seems like he lines up with all my standards. Let's go. So. I was like, I need to put forth a little bit more effort, I think, if I'm gonna like make these relationships quote unquote work, um, or you know, find a relationship, I can't just expect it to come to me, right? So I <laughs> I decided to go golfing on Monday at a driving range with one of my friends who uh, was gonna teach me like how to swing a golf club without looking absolutely asinine. So I go to this like driving range on Monday, absolutely murder my thumbs, like legit. If you're watching this, look at, this is like, I don't know if you could see them, but they're like actually getting better. They were so 
bad. Okay, these blisters, I had really bad blisters because my grip was so tight and I didn't realize it till the very end. And like literally my thumbs were like basically bleeding at the end. So I had put in time, effort, sweat, blood, and tears into this date at this point. This was like Tuesday or whatever. So Thursday comes around, the date comes to fruition. He texts me and is like, hey, are we going? Like, let's go at this time. I was like, cool, go to Top Golf. And like literally immediately, I was like, vibes are off. Something is weird. He was like really, 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 really nervous. And like, that's okay. Like, I get it. Not everybody is like as forward as I am. And like, I take that into account and like kind of take a step back and like give him his space. And like, I'm not like all up in his face or anything like that. So, you know, I'm asking him questions about him and his profession and, you know, what he does for fun. The basic first date questions. And this man is like dripping in sweat. He's shaking. He's stuttering. Like, I don't know if like he's nervous at this point or like what the fuck is going on. So we go up to golf. I fucking kill it. Not to brag, but I fucking kill it. Um, and he was like, you know, just making really small, small talk, like very, very small, small talk about golf. That's all we talked about is like golf and then work and then golf and then work. And I'm like, I don't fucking play golf. I know nothing about it, whatever. So I, I entertained it, let the conversation happen. But something was just off. And I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, I can't really put my finger to it. We didn't talk anything personal, nothing, nothing. The most personal thing we got was um, about his golfing stats, like literally. So towards the end of the day, beforehand he had texted me and was like, yeah, like if things go well, like let's go get drinks after or something. I was like, okay, cool. Well, then he made like a comment that he had been like, I guess out getting drinks by himself beforehand and like kind of where I live. And I was like, okay, like, that sounds like fun. So like we're walking out to the parking lot and I was like, all right, maybe if we get like a drink in us or whatever, that will break down the nerves. And like, we had a beer each, but like, that's it. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, like, what are you, what are you up to after this? Like, were you still wanting to get a drink? He goes, I'm going to go home and go to sleep. And I was like, okay, like maybe he's not feeling me, whatever. That's fine. Totally fine with that. Just really odd. He's still really, really nervous. And so fast forward, I get home and of course I text him. I'm like, hey, you know, I had a good time. It was really nice meeting you. Uh, we should definitely do it again. Just cause I always like to give somebody a second chance, right? Like, all right, first date's always fucking weird. I hate first dates, no matter who you are, first dates suck. So I was like, all right, give him at least like second date, right? And at this point I just really wasn't feeling it, but I mean, you never know what can develop, right? So I was like, all right, second date might be better. Um, I get a text immediately after I text him, hey, uh, that was a good time. He says, well, I don't want a relationship. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like that's, totally fine. He was probably looking for like a hookup, wasn't going to get it, whatever. Didn't want to waste my time. And then comes the alcohol isn't good for me right now. And I was like, alcohol isn't good for me. I didn't really know how to digest that because I was like, all right, like we don't actually have to go get a drink, but like I meant like, let's just go walk around, right? Like, let's just go hang out, sit at a table, talk, get a diet Coke or a water. I don't care. I'll drink diet Coke. And it was just odd to me, right? So I talked about it on TikTok. I wasn't gonna make a video about it, but I was curious and I was like, maybe TikTok will have a different impression on it. So everybody who commented on the video was like, he definitely has a girlfriend, like 100% trying to cheat on her, got really nervous, whatever, flaked. And I was like, that would actually make sense. Like, so I'm not saying that like, oh, he doesn't like me, like that's not possible, but like that's not, that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying this, this circumstance was so fucking weird, so uncomfortable, so awkward, and like he was so over the top nervous that something odd like that would have happened, right? So then I went and checked his Instagram that like I, I followed probably 
30 minutes before our date because I was just going to go follow him on Instagram. I was like, yeah, like we're meeting. This is appropriate time. He ended up blocking me. So I couldn't pull up his Instagram. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this man, something's off, right? So to be determined, we will figure that out in the future. And if I find anything, I will let you guys know. So my mom and I watched Squid Games. It's like this series on Netflix that's been going like super viral. It's a Korean series. So it's like basically all dubbed over in English or like there's like English subtitle options. We watched the dubbed over version just cause it was just easier. We didn't really have to think to like read words cause God forbid that's so hard. <laughs> but oh my God, we binged it in literally less than 24 hours. There's nine episodes, nine episodes. Saturday, yesterday, we literally sat on the couch all day long and watched the fucking Squid Games. Like it was so good. So if you guys haven't seen it, 10 out of 10 recommend. It's crazy shit. It really makes you think. Like it's kind of like Matrixy. If you guys have seen the Matrix, I haven't really seen the Matrix. So I know it's really stupid of me to compare it to that, but I've heard about the Matrix a lot and I think it's very similar. So it, it really makes you think. Uh, so if you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, other than that, I think I am actually gonna like learn how to golf. After this, like that golf date, and then like whenever I was at the golfing range, like learning how to golf, I was like, this is actually kind of fun. And I think it's a really good like networking game too, because a lot of like business people go to like golf for like social business deals and shit like that. And I don't want to be the bitch in the golf cart waiting, drinking beers. Like, yeah, that'd be more fun. But I want to be the one that's like swinging with the killer backswing. So stay tuned on that update. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to fucking golf. All right, so today I listened to the Dave Portnoy show with Eddie and company, um, just because I listened to like all of their episodes. It's really interesting. I'm a big Dave Portnoy fan, like big Barstool fan. I just think he's fucking genius. So I was listening today and they were talking about his girlfriend, right? And, and this kind of made me think of situations that I found myself in, obviously at a way smaller scale, but um, he, was, he was getting mad at some, like Dave was getting mad at some of the guys on his show about his girlfriend like getting butt hurt about them like chopping on like Dave calling him like whipped and like things like that and his girlfriend Silvana was like getting super pissed off um Dave basically told them that they couldn't poke fun at Dave's girlfriend or his relationship or anything like that and he's like dude like you're putting us in a weird spot because you're doing all these things that are making barstool kids and like barstool fans talk and then like we can't talk about it like putting us in like a weird spot whatever and so he was talking, um, trying to get the point across to Dave that he was making everybody walk on eggshells, basically. Uh, just not exactly those words. I don't think they could think of those words at the time because you figure Dave Portnoy is sitting there telling you not to do something. You're like, okay, yes, sir. Like, you sign my checks or whatever. But he has been on TikTok a lot lately with this girl who's like a year younger than me. Um, and so like, you know, big generational gap. And this girl knew what she was getting into when she started dating Dave Portnoy, okay? When you date Dave Portnoy, you're signing up for a whirlwind of shit, good and bad, okay? Dave is fucking awesome. He's huge in like all demographics, especially now. He's even on like the TikTok space and everything. Like you're talking, you know, you're talking kids age 12 to adults age like 55 or 60, you know, betting with him, um, gambling and shit like that with him. So, you know what you're signing up for when you date Dave Portnoy, okay, first of all. But this really made me think of people who get into relationships and expect to change people. Or like, you know, you get so far in and you're like trying to basically alter the other person to satisfy your insecurity or 
your butthurtedness, whatever you want to fucking call it, right? So it was a perfect example because I've been trying to put that into words for a really long time because I've seen it time and time again from my friends, from my family, and now even like fucking celebrities. Like when people sign up to date somebody, right? You are signing up for them, not what you want them to be. But what I'm trying to say is that whenever you're jumping into a relationship, even if it's a friendship, right? You can never expect to change the other person. And like, this has been weighing heavily on me because even in friendships, right? People try to change other people into who they want them to be, whatever. No, you're signing up for me, right? Silvana, honey, you're signing up for Dave. Dave is Dave, Dave is never gonna change. I am me, and you know what? Maybe I'll put on my, my best church clothes and I won't say profanity in front of your parents, but you're not changing who I am overall, right? So when relationships start changing you and not for the better, right? Like if it's not who you wanna be, maybe it's better in their eyes because they have you wrapped around their finger, right? But if they're changing you, whether they be friendships, relationships, whatever, fucking run. Open your eyes. People around you are trying to tell you that you're changing. You're not necessarily for the better, right? Like you're changing, you're distancing yourself, you're stepping on eggshells. You need to take a step back, look around at the environment, and listen to the room. Don't be tone deaf, okay? That's my PSA for this episode because it's been very prevalent on my brain, um, and so therefore I had to make it known. But I know why you're here, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump to it. Um, but first, I wanna give you a little bit of background, okay? So we had a fucking rock solid conversation, okay? This man is amazing. He's so funny, very genuine. He is like, genuinely himself in his videos, which like I admire. So um, we're gonna jump to that, but before that, I wanna show you guys the video of how I found Ben Pelosi. Um, this, video, <laughs> this video popped up on my timeline one day on TikTok, and when I tell you I've watched it probably a thousand times, I've probably looped it a thousand times because I send it to my family, I send it to my friends, like I quote it on the fucking daily. I don't know what it is about it, it's just so, Funny. How are you feeling, man? I'm, I'm pretty blocky. <laughs> Say what? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm pretty fine. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Can you finish these lyrics real quick? Okay. <laughs> back home again. I can't wait to get back on the road again. Back again? Dude. Like, throw the baggers? Like, I don't know if I know the song. Who's <laughs> living? Back home again. Back home again. In Indiana land. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that was it, and it fucking cracks me up every time. It's like, Indiana land, I don't know, the guy, whoever you are, man, if you ever see this, I love you. Please come on my podcast. So it popped up again on my feed probably about a week ago, and I was like, oh my god, I want Ben on my show, like, that would be so fucking funny, he's so great, I don't know, he just is such a good sport about things, and he's very creative and funny, so I was like, this is great. So I messaged Ben on Instagram, and I'm like, hey, come on my podcast, it'd be so much fun, like... I'd love to have you. I'm sure my listeners would love you. And he messaged back and was like, I'm down. This man has been an absolute fucking angel when it comes to planning when we were gonna jump on the Zoom and jumping on the Zoom on time and like messaging, being very communicative. Like I absolutely adore this man. So without further ado, here's my interview with Mr. Ben Polizzi. Okay, so do you go by Ben or Benedict? I saw that was your... Either way, either way, whatever you want. Okay, so Ben is short for Benedict, not Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. Real That's name good. is Benedict. 
Yeah. Love that. Okay, perfect. And where are you from? How old are you? Give me like a brief synopsis of you. All right. Um, I was born in Michigan, a little city outside Detroit. Uh, I moved to Indianapolis when I was four. Indiana land. Yeah, the land. You already know. Indianapolis when I was four. I've been here ever since. And yeah, it's pretty much become home. And it's right in the middle of everything. Obviously, if you know geography, I don't. How tall are you? You're six two. Is that what it was? I'm six. I'm around six feet tall. Some days I'm like, maybe I'm six one. The other days I'm like, I'm five seven. What's up? That's not who's <laughs> asking. You have good height days sometimes, but I'd say I'm like around six feet tall, probably six feet, like even. I'm 30. Where'd I went to U- University of Indianapolis for three years and I transferred to Marion University, which is like 10 minutes west of the University of Indianapolis. I went there for my last two. Okay. So yeah. What'd you study? I studied communication and that was pretty much because I didn't know what I wanted to do. (laughs) And my entire family was like, okay, if you don't know what to do, like the easiest, broadest major to pick is communication. So you can go in a lot of different directions with it. So that's pretty much what I did. So in college, I was just like, I don't know, just hanging out, like trying to like get by I took some art classes too like I'm, I'm always like into art so I did some graphic design stuff here and there and then um like right out of college I had a corporate job for a while and I was just like this is not for me started dabbling around some like radio stuff and uh started making content online and then started hitting stages and that's kind of where I'm at right now doing comedy right yeah stand up that's awesome do you have right. like are you still actively like touring for comedy or like what are you doing are you focusing on digital now or what I'm kind of half and half my priority is stand-up but I know I need to be like I need to have eyes on me pretty much to like gain a decent following so I can eventually go on tour so I'm trying to get my social media right and at the same time just build my material up so I can eventually hit a tour but that's kind of what I'm doing now is just doing shows opening for people you know, trying to make connections in the comedy world, stand-up comedy world at the same time, like putting out as much content, good quality content as possible online. So that's kind of where I'm at. Who are your favorite comedians? Who do you want to be or be like? Oh, I kind of like a mixture of a lot of different people, right? Like I go in phases. I'll like watch a comedian for a while and I'm like, this dude is amazing. And I'll keep going keep going. Right now I'm like in a Bill Burr phase. Like I'm sure you know who he is, but yeah, yeah, he's awesome. That's my dude right now. I'm I'm rocking with him. But sometimes I'll be like, I'll get on a different wave and I'll catch a little Andrew Santino every now and then, redheaded guy. Um, it just Theo Vaughn is really funny too, and I like the older dudes too. Like I grew up like listening to Dane Cook and Jerry Seinfeld, and those dudes are like, I don't know, they're just inspirations to me. And I was like, you know, I kind of want to do this one day, and I never really thought I would, but bang, here we are. Have you always been like the funny guy, like in school? Like, is that what you were kind of known as? Is like a little shit? Um, I mean, I was funny. I wasn't like the class clown that was getting in trouble because I had like my parents were on my ass. <laughs> so like I couldn't get in trouble, but I'd be funny every now and then. Like when I when it was when it was given, you know what I mean? And I'd get in trouble and stuff, but it was just uh, I, I, I guess I wasn't exactly the class clown because I, I was like, I can't get I can't like get grounded. <laughs> like, but I was uh, I mean, I was I was funny every now and then. I was kind of a shy kid, too. You know how that goes. You were shy. 
Yeah, I'm still shy. Shit, I'm shy right now. <laughs> okay, so how does that work? Like, are you stage fright at all? Like that kind of shy or is it more social shy? Um, I love talking to people, but I never want to talk to people. But I know it's like my job, so I have to, you know what I mean? I like, like, I'm an introverted person that has to be an extrovert all the time. So it's like, you know, like when I'm walking from place to place, I don't really want to talk to anybody, but I'm like, oh yeah, this is like what I do. So I got to like, remember to do it. But my first instinct, I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> It's really funny to hear that. Cause like, that's not at all what I would have expected. Like you see you in like your videos and like online and you're like out there talking to everybody. So that's, that's interesting. Sometimes it, I don't know, it comes in phases, I guess. Like I'll really like talking to people one day, but the other, the, the other day I'll be like, for, like, I can't, I don't have time, you know, I, you know. So but, you said no more corporate world, right? Like you're, so you're doing uh, entertainment full time now. Say what? Are you doing like entertainment media full-time now? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. It's going well. I'm just, I mean, it's a battle, but I'm getting through it. Corporate was rough though. Uh, I learned a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff from like some of my videos is from the corporate world, just how like crazy it is and how like eye roll it is. But uh, yeah, I think, I, I think I'm done there. Hopefully. <laughs> what do you do in corporate? I'm in corporate right now. So I was a designer. Like I, uh, I went and I told you, I think uh, I studied some art in college. I, I studied a little graphic design and I was like, when I was younger, I really, um, I was really like interested in Nike, like Nike's uniforms. Like, uh, like I'd watch a football game and a basketball game and this sounds stupid, but like, I'd be more for uh, more focused on like their uniforms than the game. Like I, I could, I could talk about the uniforms all day long and that's what I was really interested in. So I wanted to work for Nike when I was younger, but, um, it just, it didn't become my focus. And it was like, I can put this on the back burner and go do what I really want, what I really love. But I, I mean, I'm still into it for sure. Good for you. That's a good jump. It's scary, scary as shit, but I mean, yeah. you did it and you're doing it. So you, did you intern for Barstool? Is that what it was? Or I checked out your link. Yeah. Hello, corporate. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> it was right after my corporate job. Uh, Pat McAfee, who is like a famous all pro player in the NFL. He retired one day from the Colts, which is where I live in Indianapolis. And he was like, I want to do what I love. I want to be a personality. And he started working for Barstool Sports. And he's like, I need a team. And at this time, me and my friend, Joey Molinero, who's famous online was like yo man let's we've been making videos for a few weeks this is like a this is like our calling we need to like we need to show him our stuff and audition and all this and there's an audition process it was like it was like a reality show almost and then uh he picked like 15 people me and joey were one of them and then we just we just went to work for him for a while and just like you know did came up with content did different ideas and stuff and it was a nice like springboard to like doing stuff we are now Cause I had a lot of knowledge that we had like no idea. Like it's gotta be like this, gotta be like this. They're like telling us how to like make videos and stuff, which was like, it was big. We got a lot of good information. We were like working with comedians and it was just, it was really valuable. And I still like, I still see those guys all the time around here. So it's cool. That's badass. And were you yeah. in work at the time or were you, what did you do it remote or what, how did that work out? Um, so we like the whole barstool 
intern team like met up at this comedy club like every Wednesday and we all like 15 people were just in there like shooting around ideas like okay we'll film this then we had videographers we had personalities and it was just like barstool indie wasn't like real established at the time so we we're just kind of playing it by ear so we we're just trying to do everything on the fly which is how everything is anyway so it's like it was a good learning experience and then they actually they they broke up the indie um barstool section and pat went to work in new york for a little bit now i think he's solo he's definitely yeah he's solo he has his own podcast and stuff which is doing really well but yeah it was fun that's badass. You were the first person though on LinkedIn that has personality as like, or personality intern or something like that, whatever the title is. You looked ever- that up? Yeah. Yeah. You looked up my LinkedIn? That's still Hello. a thing? I was, had to do my research. I, you yeah, know. No, 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 that's good. That's good. That's good. I just, I always want to know how far people go on research. I'm like, damn, LinkedIn, you're digging. <laughs> I could find anything in like five minutes. It's like my role is my friends. FBI, like, I know. FBI. <laughs> so, okay. So you're 30, chilling out. What about uh, your dating status? What are you at? I've got a girlfriend. Ooh, how'd you guys meet? Okay. So I worked. Okay. Uh, damn. I really got to take it back here. How much time do we have? However long you want. <laughs> Okay. So you're like, speed it up. No, no. Okay. However long. I was in LA doing comedy for like four months and I couldn't lock down like a steady job with like a good rate for a room. So I was, so I came back to Indy for a while to like get my stuff back together. And I was going to head back out there when I found a job because I was kind of, I was living like everywhere at different people's houses, like all kinds of stuff. And I was like, I'm going to go back to Indy, get a job in LA and then go back out there. Like when I have like a place here and stuff like that, it'd be way easier. And when I, when I was here, I was like, I'm going to start working to become a bartender because that's like an easy job out, out in LA to get. And like, you can make fast money and it's like, it's all good. I'll learn those skills in Indy while I'm here. Worked at a restaurant, met this girl named Mara. She was great. I was like, it was just one of those things where you like, don't expect it at all. Like I wasn't looking for anything like that. And then like the pandemic happened and I'm still talking to her like every now and then. And then just like, while nothing's going on in the world, she's the only person I'm talking to for like four months straight, you know, like literally the only person I probably Snapchatted her like 75 times a day. So like, (laughs) and it was so, it was like, it's so, it was so much fun. And yeah, it's just, it's still, still really good time. Like it's still, still working. So, so does she do comedy too? Or like, is she? No, she's no. a, tat- she's a, she's going to be a tattoo artist. She's an apprentice right now, but she, she's like a very good artist. And that's like a good interest between us. Like I'm, I'm into art, but she's like way farther advanced into it, but I can like, like she'll, she'll like, she'll tattoo someone and I'm like I don't like don't know it's so good I like don't know what to say about it I'm like oh my god it's cute <laughs> but like it's way better than cute it's funny but she uh she's doing well do yeah, you have tattoos awesome. has she so, tattooed you yet I don't have any she wants me to get one so bad but I'm like uh like I need to like figure out what I want like she's like it doesn't have to mean anything you don't have to get a tattoo that means none of my tattoos mean anything but I'm like I don't know I kind of want to get a duck on my leg, honestly. I think it'd be cool. For does it have a meaning? <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, me and my me and my 
like my family, me and my dad really always used to take walks around my neighborhood and I would be trailing behind so far, like looking at houses and shit, just like looking at everything. So he started calling me duck. Like, I don't know why, like ducks are slow, something like that. But Mara showed me a picture of this duck tattoo and I was like, oh shit, that might be it. Like, so I don't know. In a couple of me- a couple of weeks, I might be tatted. We don't know. Do you think, so what's your opinion on like, and this is kind of related, kind of not, but like people who get like matching tattoos, like with their boyfriends, or girlfriends. Um, I think it's cool. No, it just depends what it is really. If it's actually, it doesn't even matter what it is. Like I'd be down to do that. I don't think it'd be, I mean, if it's like a huge back piece, probably not, but if it's like something small and something meaningful, like that's like, looks good. I'm down. Yeah. What about like kind of playing into that? Like if she were to give you like a tattoo and then like, hopefully knock on wood, it doesn't, but like, what if you guys break up in the future? Do you think it'd be like a constant, like what the fuck reminder or like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think I would regret something like that because it's just part of life. You know what I mean? So it's just there and it's just, just is what it is. So, okay. Y'all have been dating for a while. Is she, she's your age or older, younger? Like a year. She's a little younger than me. Yeah. Okay. What's your like dating range prior to that? Like, what would you like consider if you were on like a dating app? Uh, what do you mean? So like, Like, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever been on a dating app, but like you can like set. I haven't. Some people are just blessed in this world. (laughs) No, I haven't. I just, I don't know if I could do it. It's a rough life out there. Let me tell you. Um, but like you, you pick like a dating range of like, you could do from like 20 to like 90 and like, you can pick between like, I always set like eight years. Cause that's like a good, like non-quite like generational gap. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. I, I, I think I could rock with eight years. I mean, that sounds good to me. Yeah. I would probably, I'd probably do that. I don't know. What other like boundaries do you set on there? You How set, specific like, do you get? You're like brown hair. Let me tell you. So depending on what level you get. No. So I have just like the free apps, obviously most girls do, but, um, you could set like religious preference, eyes, height. Height. Yeah. Height is a big one. Um, politics. uh, I think I already said religion. You could do like background. uh, I'd rather just take my chances at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just good. Like once you get that specific, it's like, who, who are you going to find? It's going to be a catfish probably. Literally nobody. (laughs) By the time I set all my standards, I'm like, why am I even on this app? (laughs) What are your standards? My standards for, for a girl, um, just somebody who's like, I don't know. It always comes down to somebody who's just like, cool. That's all, that's all it comes down to for me. Like looks are a plus, but like in the end, it really doesn't matter. Like as long as you're cool and you can roll and you can hang and everything's all good. Like I'm with it. So that's kind of, that's kind of the end all be all for me. That's good. So no make or breaks. You have nothing that's like, oh, I can never date somebody like that. Um, I mean, I'd have to see, give me an example. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) never mind. Well, <laughs> I feel like, oh, cigarettes, that that would be kind of weird. If somebody like smoked actual cigarettes, I would be like, that is so weird. Like vape, at least. But if somebody <laughs> smokes cigarettes, I'd be like, are you in the war? Like, what are you doing? Like, vaping, not as bad, but actual cigarettes would be kind of weird. Like they got to like take a step out of my house on like Christmas to go smoke. <laughs> like, Damn. All right, whatever. 
But if you vape in the bathroom and the ceiling fan, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with that. The worst. Okay. What about like social life? Do you think you're going to be in like Indiana land forever? Or do you think you're going to be going other places? Um, I'll be going other places for sure. But as far as right now, I'm, I'm living in Indianapolis for, you know, as far as I can see down the road and just going, you know, flying out to different cities and stuff, doing shows, but, um, maybe down the, like, uh, in a five or something years, if it calls for it, I'd move, but I can't just like force pick up all my stuff and force move like without any income or anything like I have tried in the past, but you know, it's always a good experience either way, but for now, I think Indiana land, but we'll see in the future. Have you ever considered Austin? They have a huge comedy scene. Dude, a little bit. People have been talking to me about that. And I'm like, I heard it's like a, I heard it's a good time and like the weather, like, I just, I feel like it's good, but that's another one of those. We'll see things. I need to like establish myself a little more before I just get up and move. I think. I heard people in Dallas are hot too. I'm like, I, would just, I want to go see at least. I need to take a trip. I do. I it's will. Literally the best. Texas in general is just like the best, just non-biased here. But uh, Dallas is a lot more city. Austin is like kind of LA, but not LA. I just have to tell you, it's like my favorite video of all time. I send it in my family group message like weekly. The <laughs> Indiana land. The, the interview. Best interview I have ever seen in my whole life. Okay. <laughs> like, like legit, I send it to everybody. So before I even like t- messaged you or anything, I was like, this is, this is the best. So <laughs> where, how did, how do you come up with that? Like, like what, what do you think, you know, made you want to start doing those types of interviews and finding the characters and things like that? Um, it was actually me and my friend, Joey, we were like putting out content at the time. And we were like, you know, the Indy 500 is going on, which is the big race in Indiana that happens very popular um race and we're like what can we do we need to get some content let's do something so we we're like let's do finish the lyrics because it's like a popular little like street game we can play with people and we'll we'll see if they know the uh back home again in indiana song which they sing before the indy 500 and we're like how many people are gonna know it so we went out there and like a couple of people actually knew it some people didn't some people were just like, what? Like, there's a full video on YouTube about it. One dude really killed it. And then we we're just looking around. We we're like, we need to get a few more before we get out of here and like wrap this video. And I was like, let's just try to get uh and on the circle in Indianapolis, there's just hella different characters and people. And I was like, what about that dude? And he had like he had like one of his arms like like sleeves rolled up and one of his leg sleeves rolled up. <laughs> And he was wearing a beanie and he was wearing like sweats and a hoodie. And it was like, it's like May. It's like hot. And he just looks like he's super chilling on the corner. And I was like, yo, what's up? And he's like, what's up? <laughs> and I was like, what's up? And he goes, what's up? Like, and I was like, all right, I think this is going to be a good one. And we started doing the interview and he, he was just so fried out of his mind. Like I couldn't, I couldn't tell if I should like stop doing it. Like at a couple of times in the interview, I was like, I wonder if we should keep doing this or is he going to like flip out? Like I, I had no clue. And then he just kept like rolling. And I was like, he's kind of like getting it a little bit. And I just kept like trying and trying. And he like eventually like kind of got a hold of the song, but like all his words were jumbled and he's like Indiana land. And it was just like, Oh, okay. That's perfect. I was like, we're good, bro. Thanks. And he's like, damn, man. <laughs> 
That's actually my favorite part at the end where he's like, damn, man. But Have you seen him since? I saw him one time, like the week after. I was on the circle just like walking around. I think it was before I had to work or something. I was just like killing time. And I lived downtown too. So I was probably like walking. I was just walking around. And I saw this dude and I was like, oh shit, that's him. And <laughs> he was like, he looked like he was like after something. He was like moving real fast, like walking. And I was like, what is he doing? I was like, I wonder if I should interview. I wonder if I should try it again. But I didn't have like a camera or equipment or anything. I was like, I could probably do something on my phone. But I was like, who knows? Like, what he's thinking right now like or who knows if he even saw the video and i was like i don't know like it might be too soon i'm gonna wait so but i haven't seen him since oh. i think i will i think i will in the future though. i think i'll track him down somehow i want to know if he knows how viral it is <laughs> i don't know i think somebody said they saw him and he was saying indiana land so i think he knows about it but oh my god i don't know that was like a couple years ago he might have moved to Austin, Texas. Who knows? Oh, look for him here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make Indiana that. land. People just think you're crazy. They're gonna want to interview you. Yeah. Do you think that like was there any point like in your career, like whenever you started making content, that you were like, yeah, this is the one that like just shot you off to the moon? Um, like that specific video. Or no, just like in general, like any, any other videos. Anytime yeah. I do a video, I'm like, this is the one, bro. But it's like barely, you know, it's always the ones you don't think. Like yeah. a video that you just put out there, like on TikTok, it'll go crazy. And you're like, wow, how did that even happen? Like that wasn't anything. There's like no thought to it. You did it in 15 seconds. Those are the ones that always blow up. But every time I make a video, I've got a pretty good idea. I'm like, this is it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like. But I don't know, especially that one, that uh, Indiana land video. I had, I was actually not even going to post it. Cause I was like, he might be too fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he might be too fucked up for people to see. It might be like, uh, like some kind of weird, like, I didn't want to like put him out there for people to see him like in that, but he was cool and he was cool with it. And I started thinking about it and I was like, and he like knew what was going on. He agreed to it. And like, I don't know, it was hilarious. So like, fuck it. So I just posted it and it's doing okay you made it to my family group chat so (laughs) that was was, i was like youtube whatever tiktok no family group chat no that's like how i found you originally and then i'd been following you like on instagram just kind of like watching like your career progress i'm like damn this guy's funny like you're good you're good at what you you do thanks so much did i mean like obviously that's like your ultimate goal is to like do entertainment right did you have anything like specifically like growing up whenever you were like this is what I want to do or like when did you decide that this is what you wanted to do when I was a kid me like you know how you and your cousins and friends like always like film like dances and stuff when you're you probably when you were a kid that we did the same shit and like I always went to my cousin's house for a week in the summer for like this camp and after we got done with the camp we just like filmed like funny videos like my sister somehow knew how to work one of those camcorders and like edit on it. So we would do like our version of SNL every day for like a week and come up with skit ideas. Like, okay, how about we do like survival tips for when someone's annoying, but you don't know how to tell them like just shit like that. And it's actually a pretty good idea. I kind of want to do it again, but uh, we would just film stuff and then we'd like compile it together in like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes each night and our parents would watch it and that was like our audience 
So we'd sit there like, oh, like watching the shit we made from earlier in the day. Like they're going to love this one. And they'd sit back and like either they'd think it was funny. I mean, they're our parents. So they thought we were funny, like automatically. But they were a pretty tough crowd, too. So we had to like please and make sure our parents laughed at this, which is a tough crowd. And uh, then we'd feel good about our videos for that week. So that was kind of like my intro to like, I can, I like doing this kind of like funny video stuff. Like maybe I can do it someday. And then I went to college, played sports. So I, I kind of had it on the back burner my whole entire life. And then once I got free from out of college and out of the corporate world, I was like, that's what I want to do. Smart. Back to the roots. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started. And all that kind of stuff but that's kind of when I knew like I can do this yeah, yeah. <laughs> you knew you had you had the gift and like it's something you enjoy and you have the fall fallback plan of college so it's like you're good you did you checked oh, the boxes now you do it can't fall back in too deep <laughs> hey that's true though did you ever want to like would you you played football right mm -hmm. did you ever want to play football professionally was that ever a thing or no I mean I wanted to my whole life, but like midway through college, I was like, I don't know, like, I'm just a white guy out here, like trying his hardest, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not bad, but like, I don't know if it's all that. So I started like focusing on other stuff. And uh, I don't know if my heart and soul, I played football for like 20 years. Like I started when I was like 10, nine, maybe, maybe even earlier than that. So and like my whole like my dad coached football for his whole life and like dude, I was around football a lot so part of me is like I think I got too much football in my life like <laughs> and now I'm like I don't even watch I really don't even watch that much football anymore like I'll, I'll if it's on tv I'll like check out their uniforms but like <laughs> you know what I mean I'm like not really into it as much as I was and I think I kind of felt that like midway through college I was like I don't know if I'm, I'm putting putting a lot of time into something that like I don't really know if, how far I'm going to go with it so I finished off like my career in college, but I just had bigger goals and dreams. That's cool though. You, you feel like you've like checked a lot of the boxes. Most people like wish that they could do. So you, you're fucking killing it. Um, and now you're podcasting too, right? And oh, yeah. what else are you doing? Like, what are, what are, you know, what are you seeing five years down the road? What's your goals? Oh man. On, in five years down the road, I definitely want to go on. I want to be on tour. I want to be in different cities. I want to be doing shows wherever I can I want to I definitely want to be on a tour I want to be like I want to have a million on YouTube I want to I want all my social media to kind of bump up a million on TikTok would be good Jesus Christ I've been at like 700k forever but that's one of the like my mom called me last Christmas and she was like hey you need to work harder on TikTok I was like <laughs> my mom does too <laughs> I was like, are you, I was like, I never thought I'd get a call from my mom. Like, I thought it was just going to be like, Merry Christmas. You're doing great, honey. She's like, no, fuck that. Do better on TikTok. <laughs> I was like, what? So now I'm like, every time I do a TikTok or get on TikTok, I was like, I'm doing this for my mom. <laughs> That's so like, yeah, I mean, the followers and stuff is cool, but like, it just, I don't know. I just, I want to strive to have better content and do better stuff and get better at at everything really. But on tour in five years would be awesome. Auditioning for different things would be awesome, but it'll come in time. I'm surprised you haven't been on a reality show yet. Have you auditioned for any? Um, I went to Chicago to audition for The Bachelorette. There you go. And 
I made it to like the final four people that they're deciding on. And we had a zoom call like this. And I don't know if I said something stupid <laughs> or what happened, but I thought I did a pretty good job. Like I was like, okay, like I, I'm having fun. As long as you're having fun, you're probably doing a good job, but I don't know if they didn't like something I said, or like, I just wasn't their fit, but I almost made it, but hey. you know, we'll see. Keep and some, some reality shows have like hit me up about it, but like, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's the way to go right now. I'm just trying to focus on all of the other things. Don't give it I don't up. know what show would fit me. Fuckboy Island. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but. <laughs> no, I think you'd be going like the circle or like. Oh, I've heard of that. Love yeah. Island. Love Island. But with a, no, they, with a girlfriend, you can't, they're like, hell no. You know what I mean? <laughs> well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true, but it'd be fun. It's the experience, yeah. right? On the pod, it's pretty much just taking things that are trending online and happening in my life, and just it's a straight up comedy podcast. It goes crazy, goes off the rails. It's it's just me kind of like being a psychopath and talking to the wall for an hour, but it's fun. <laughs> Like I, at first I wasn't real good at it. Now I think I'm getting a little better. I'm definitely not good at it yet, but it's do an episode once a week and one on Patreon every week. So I'm, I'm starting to get better. It's definitely like something that you, it's a skill. Like I'm sure, you know, like <laughs> you can't just like be born and be good at talking to no one for a long time. You have to be able so, to talk to a wall, like literally. It's crazy. I literally look up at a wall the whole time and just like, tell stories and like just riff on like internet topics and stuff like that. But I, don't, I think I've kind of gotten it down to where I like like the timing and stuff like that. But it's, it's got to get way better. <laughs> but it's right now. It's it's okay, I guess. Follow it if you're listening. Espresso Podcast with Ben Polizzi on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all that. I was just about to have you do that. And then, what are your like? at names or like your YouTube channel oh, all the same at Benedict Polizzi B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T-P-O-L-I-Z-Z-I -E -E -I, -I. I love how I have to like run through that in my head like I don't know my own name but it's like <laughs> every letter in the alphabet so B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T-P-O-L-I-Z-Z-I -I on Instagram YouTube Twitter TikTok Cameo Patreon if you want a little extra episode every week but yeah Okay. I try to get all I try to get all my usernames the same so it's not confusing. If I'm coming to your city, come out to a show. I'll post okay. it on my Instagram or something. I'll post dates on there. Good. I'll on there for sure. And then whenever you come out to Austin, because you're gonna. I really am for real. <laughs> Let me know. I got yeah. I'll I'm bring down. you around town. Trevor Wallace, do you know him? Or do you Hell know? Yeah. Him? I did yeah. shows with them. He was just here last week. I saw it. I saw his post. I was like, damn, he's in Austin. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm next. Ah. I'll let you know when I'm there. You got to come out to the show. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn. That's what I forgot to tell you about. Oh my, my username God. for LinkedIn is Benedict. Pl Actually, it might be Ben Polizzi. I don't even know. Actually, don't get on that. No. <laughs> it's Ben. I'll just put that on. <laughs> <laughs> would connect we'll connect on linkedin yeah, <laughs> give me an endorsement is that what that is yeah I'll write like you back. people for skills <laughs> yeah endorse me for design i'll get you back hey i got you <laughs> yeah thanks so much for having me on i appreciate it thank you for coming on all right well have a great rest of your day and uh 
maybe talk to you soon. Later. See ya. Bye. Okay, so we love him, right? <laughs> Every time I watch this clip, like I've been playing it over and over, basically like the whole interview, just to clip it together, make sure it's perfect. I'm just like, oh, I just, he's so just, mm, I just want to pinch his cheeks. I'm a big fan, even bigger now after I've like talked to him virtually. I was going to say meet him, but maybe one day, right? I think he should just move to Austin. That's just my personal opinion. But that was such a fun interview to do. You know what else is funny though? I realized as I was like watching these clips back, my energy, like I'm always at a solid energy level, right? Like super hyper 24 seven, but it does not portray very well over Zoom. Like I looked so calm and like chill and relaxed in like the video and I'm like, yeah, like trying to like be cool. Cause like I found that I almost overcompensate for my hyperness where like I know I have to tone it back for a lot of people. So I like tone it back, but like in my interviews, it looks like I'm so calm and just like chilling and like relax and like inside I'm like, <laughs> so I noticed that in this episode, which was very interesting. So if you guys, watch this just like you see me now this is how i am all the time it's different on the camera on zoom i'm just like yeah so cool like so calm like who the fuck is she i don't know i guess i need to stop overcompensating for my hyperness stop trying to calm down i'm just gonna let it go next time just be hyper i just don't want to like scare them off you know i don't want to scare off my guests because my energy is a lot but that's just an observation i made thought it was funny um Next week, I am going to make sure to try to put an episode out on time. I know this one's a little late too, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. I so appreciate it. If you guys want anybody in particular on the show, you guys want me to interview somebody, DM it to me on Instagram, message it to me on TikTok. Like, I will try my absolute hardest to get anybody you guys want on the show. I've had pretty good luck lately, so send them my way i'm always open to ideas <laughs> big things are in the works for next pod so stay tuned make sure you share this on your insta stories tell your friends about it call your mom's best friend and tell her to listen to it i will love you forever okay thank you for listening i will let you have your time back now <laughs> you're welcome i love you and i will see you next sunday have a fabulous week and don't forget to be happy be positive and show up your best self, okay? Because if you're not at your best self, you're not doing your best work. I love you guys. Stay blessed.